This is Story Quest. Brand new stories you'll want to hear again and again. Zara was not having a good week. She just started a new school and she was feeling rather glum. She missed her old friends and couldn't seem to make new ones. And the lessons seemed so much harder than before. Every day she came home and just wanted to sleep to shut the world out. Her mum noticed. Want to talk about it? She said, worriedly. Mm, Not really. Why don't you write about it in your journal? Sometimes it could help to unpick your problems. Zara remembered her journal. It had been a Christmas present, but one she'd only really written in for a few weeks. It was a nice idea, so she dug it out of the drawer. It was covered in beautiful purple velvet, and the creamy pages were very inviting. She took a pen and made a start. Here's what she wrote. It's my third week of Bellevue Academy, and I'm fed up. Not one person spoke to me today, and I had to sit on my own at lunch. There's this, like, gang of girls that sit together, and they made sure there wasn't any chairs left with them. To her enormous surprise, some words appeared on the next line. The words appeared in an elaborate curling script in rainbow ink that changed by the moment. You should have started a food fight. That's what I would have done. That's what the words actually said. Zara gasped. What was happening? She giggled, though, imagining pelting buns at the unfriendly gang of girls. She wrinkled her brow in puzzlement and said out loud, What's going on? What are you? The writing continued, swirling onto the page. I'm a jinx. Do you know what jinxes are? Not really, said Zara. I didn't think you would. There aren't many of them in your world. I'm a type of, well, I suppose that you would call us spirits. Everyone in the magical realm thinks we're bad luck, but I promise you that's not the case. We're just, hmm, misunderstood. So why are you writing in my journal? Well, in my realm, my life's work was to be a spirit scribe. Not just any scribe. I was the most famous scribe of them all, documenting incantations, spells, decrees, and announcements in beautiful letters on canvases as tall as trees. So how did you end up in my diary? whispered Zara. Her brother was clomping around in the hall. The beautiful script appeared once more, now shimmering glitter. There was an auction for the most beautiful and rare quill, and I lost out by just one gold coin. I was furious. It's certainly annoying when you lose out, Zara agreed. My dad bids for things online all the time. So, the jinx went on, I put a teeny little curse on the person selling it, making sure their toast would always fall butter side down. And wouldn't you know, the seller turned out to be none other than the Spirit Queen. She's banished me to be trapped in this journal as a punishment. Zara didn't know what to do. She felt quite sorry for the jinx. It must be pretty boring, just hanging around waiting for her to open the pages, especially as she'd not written in it for so long. Then another thought occurred to her, a bit of a troubling thought. Does the Queen see what you write here? Can she read my journal too? The Jinx replied, Oh, I'm sure she will. I expect it would amuse her greatly to see me, the most eminent spirit scribe, reduced to observing an earth child's rather tedious scrawls. No offence. Zara wasn't particularly offended. 
her life wasn't exactly fascinating. There weren't curses or jinxes or spirit queens to worry about. This made her feel a bit better, weirdly. As the days went on, Zara looked forward to seeing the Jinx's messages. It was like she had a friend, someone who gave pretty good advice and was only sometimes a bit rude about humans who clearly thought the Jinx were pretty stupid. She wrote about how her science teacher had laughed, actually laughed at her diagram. The Jinx countered, how mean when Scorch, our dragon resident, starts being mean to me. I always imagine him dressed as a sugar plum fairy. You could try that. The thought of Mr. Irons dressed as a fairy made her laugh a lot. Another time she wrote about how she had been chatting to a boy in the queue at lunch who was nice to her and bought her a bottle of water when she realised she had run out of credit on her swipe card. Why not buy him something back as a thank you, the Jinx wrote. An orc amulet, or perhaps some wizarding cards. Zara thought this was a good idea, although maybe a packet of crisps would do the trick. She was pretty sure the school canteen didn't sell orc amulets. It was a good idea, and the boy, who was called Callum, began to chat with her in the queue every lunchtime and she found out that he didn't like Mr. Irons either and there were plenty of kids who didn't like the mean gang of girls. Pages and pages of her journal began to be filled with hopes and fears, funny stories and confessions, all the while with the Jinx adding his advice, encouragement and very occasionally rather rude jokes. Zara began to feel settled in at school, but still felt sorry for the Jinx. Much as she loved having him as a secret friend, she knew he was lonely and missed the spirit realm. One day, she had an idea. Making sure no one was near her bedroom, she whispered into the pages. What if I wrote to the spirit queen, here in my journal? But what on earth would you say? I don't know. I could explain how you've been nice to me, how kind, and how you can't be a bad spirit. Not really. Perhaps she'd think about setting you free. There was a pause. No more letters appeared on the page for a moment, but then they appeared once again. You'd do that for me? The script read. Of course. We're friends, aren't we? It was worth a try. Zara found her nicest pen, a green glitter gel pen, and began to write. How should I start? She asked the Jinx. Grovelingly, he replied. So here's what she wrote. Okay. So here's what she wrote. Most excellent and high spirit queen, I implore you to release Jinx from this journal. Jinx has been a good friend and helped me so much. They can't be as bad as you think. And I imagine you have had to get someone else to scribe all the incantations, spells, decrees and announcements. They can't have been as neat as the Jinx whose writing is the most beautiful I've ever seen. After a long pause, some more writing appeared. And this time it wasn't the Jinx. It's true that Petalpool the Elf has been making a hash of the scribing, typos, blotches, and inexplicably he's got Griffin paw prints all over the latest announcement. Well, with that high-pitched voice, it must be the Spirit Queen. Zara held her breath, and it seemed as if Jinx was too. There was a pause. Then more words. Oh, go on then, but no more curses, Jinx. Next time I'll banish you to a dusty old dictionary that no one ever picks up. And so that was that. A final message appeared from the Jinx. 
Thank you, Zara, for being my friend. Goodbye. And after that, no more words appeared, not that day or the next or ever again. Zara kept the journal and continued to write down her thoughts. Getting them onto the page still seemed to help her make sense of things, and in time she would begin to write about happier stuff. The friends she had now made, her successes in class, and the funny things that happened. Like when Mr Irons accidentally locked himself in the supply cupboard... The funny thing is that even though Jinx no longer appeared on the page, sometimes the colour of the ink on the page would change. A hint of shimmering rainbow shades or a sprinkle of glitter. And Zara felt that it was almost as if maybe, just maybe, Jinx might still be listening. Thanks for coming on a story quest with us. If you like that story, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast so you never miss an episode. 